Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker. Special Punisher is Alex. You guys remember at the end of 1982's The Thing, where it's just McReady and Childs and everyone else has been killed, and they know that they can't trust each other, but they'll have to, because not just their psyches, but their very souls are on the line. And they've been through so much, perhaps at the other's expense. (laughs) Parker, let's just maybe sit here a while. So Emma Stone will play infamous 101 Dalmatians villain Cruella DeVille in what is being billed as an origin story set in the early (laughs) 1980s with a punk vibe. (laughs) (laughs) I keep forgetting about the punk vibe. How many Dalmatians are in the origin story? <laughs> Riot Girl Cruella DeVille. <laughs> <laughs> Who's brilliant idea? Whatever. We're gonna I'm see just it. imagining Scott Pilgrim's band with Emma Stone. <laughs> oh. oh man, that. She's the drummer. Like just punching her right in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> all night boys oh man that is jeez oh, man a punk vibe for a live action Disney origin story of some broad who likes dog coats cool Cruella DeVille origin story I can't think of a worse th- well what else do you have in the news don't worry. I think I don't think anyone else talked about the N-word or anti-vaxxers or a combination of both. Oh, uh, just completely yeah. out of our wheelhouse. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Parker, tell me why you don't trust me this week. Where to begin? You know what? Let's just start here. So I can't remember who. I'm blaming you solely for these. Because anything you cashed in, you made that choice. Yeah. Yeah. So I was assigned 300 Rise of an Empire, a movie that exists that I forgot about. Welcome. That'd be Alex, yeah. But you see, I haven't seen 300 in years. So I watched that first. Chris, I don't understand. Okay. Why do you keep telling me that's a very good movie? I think I'm that not saying has... you're wrong. I just don't understand. <laughs> okay, I think a lot of it is a. I had a really good theater experience with it, and I guess I keep carrying that theater experience with me every single time I see it, which is like once every couple of years. The other thing is that I th- I feel like there is a theme to this movie, an idea to this movie that's a lot bigger than any other Marvel movie. Like think about the Avengers; they only just now Whatever. started talking about is it okay to kill half the world if it's to prevent overpopulation and to live a good life, stuff like that. It took them how many years to start doing this? It was awful in Iron Man. It was awful in Thor. It was awful in both Incredible Hulk movies. 
here there is a distinct theme. That distinct theme is not just defending your homeland and dying for a cause. The theme is storytelling. And the movie does an incredibly good job of doing just that and how a legend gets passed down through the ages and what it means to a culture. And I think that's something that's a little bit bigger than Zack what was it, Zack Snyder? I think it's bigger than Frank Miller. Uh, I, I think it's bigger than a lot of stuff that we can uh, that we can even think about. Like, I mean, this is one of my biggest problems with Star Wars, is that there's no distinct theme besides uh, good and evil. I just, I can't. Why do you do this to me personally? <laughs> Why, after the week you put me through, <laughs> do you well, insist the, on this? I thought the theme of Star Wars was it being her turn. <laughs> exactly! <laughs> I mean, if they just listened to the purple space hair lady, everything would have been fine. You fucking liberals. Look, I'm happy you enjoy 300 a lot. I don't want to tell you you're wrong, but my god, was I bored for that whole two hours. Why is that movie two hours? You sound like a fucking Canadian right now. Let me tell you why is there a... Every action scene wasn't slowed down. It'd be a solid hour 20, right? Probably why is true. there a, just a graphic sexual assault halfway into this movie? I Well, okay, I I'll tell you that. why it happens. I can't really defend it. its inclusion because oh I think you and I both have the same sort of view on rape in movies. Just don't do it. But what if it's the reason what that if it happens... Cursive? First of all, Parker, how did you describe that rape scene? You described it as graphic? Ah, that was the wrong word. Yeah, for exactly. It. Okay, so here's the thing. So every other goddamn scene in that movie just looked like a graphic novel. So you're just the, you, brain. the way that That's you described it to me in text is that it came after like a good forty five minutes of men fighting, and then this happens. Oh, so sexual violence followed by all this other violence it, that's you know part of the theme of the movie this was a very violent era I mean this is something that was going to happen. And that guy gets his come up and at the end. My theater stupid and clap when that happened. Yeah, but if those scenes are cut out, literally. Alex, just changes. make him watch Meet the Spartans. <sighs> it's in play. But it was fu- like, I get into that, that movie, and really. about halfway through, something in my brain clicks. I was like, holy fuck, do you remember that movie Immortals? And I was this close to watching it. <laughs> I looked at the cast list, and it is a whopper. I, that movie might be in my near future. So, anyways, three hundred. You like it? I. It's, it's we'll okay never watch if you don't again. like it. I, I'm fine being in the minority here. What was the sequel like? I've never seen it. I mean, since I didn't like three hundred, it's <laughs> it's just more of the same. Like, oh, yeah, really? there's a lot of there's a lot of slow motion fighting. Uh, Eva Green got nude for a scene, which seemed unnecessary considering the movie she was in. Oh. Hey, do you want to know what Xerxes's backstory is? He's bad. Do I have the movie for you, Chris? <laughs> You know what's even better than all the fight scenes in 300? Exposition. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not good. And again, talking about really cool sexual themes, just like halfway in this movie, you get Eva Green's backstory where her whole family is just like raped and killed, and she's like a little girl, and then it just cuts to a flash forward, and she's just chained up in a slave ship. It's like... Oh, cool. So they took turns raping this child for a couple weeks. Thanks, movie about dudes punching each other. Super appreciate it. Well, if, yeah, so I'm not going to be able to defend hanging out and having fun, here. right? So, uh, look, I know Zack Snyder didn't direct it, but he seems to have a recurring theme. Wait, who did direct a, it? Who could possibly know? I'm pretty sure I looked. I cannot confirm if he had a Wikipedia page. <laughs> so There's are we no just going to call this one 301? 
What the fuck is a Sullivan Stapleton? Thank you. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking Hey Arnold character. <laughs> oh my god, you definitely didn't look at this fucking director's IMDb, dude. Because oh, no. his only other directing credits are Smart People and Watership Down. What? Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck? That bodes poorly. <laughs> you tricked me. <laughs> Watership Down, like the new series that's coming out on Netflix? Yep. Ooh. That's... Well, it'll probably be good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't offensive or anything, like, I mean, other than, you know... <laughs> the uh, yeah. alleged child sex. But other than that, like, eh, it's just a lot of slow motion fights. It w- Trivia. Originally slated to direct The Ring 2, but dropped out. Man. Okay. That's, a, that's just a time <laughs> capsule right there. <laughs> Fill in all the blanks yourself. God, I can't believe... I mean, I can believe they made a sequel to The Ring. But they made a sequel to The Ring. It's, it's it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. That movie was a really big hit, and studio studios probably didn't even watch the movie. They're just like, okay, another one. <laughs> Let me just write that down in this text file here. Oh, Don't worry about one, it. You have one running too, huh? <laughs> oh fuck! I just looked down. So after that, Christopher, the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> Now a, a now, little preview. My my friend at work said that this is the one that would break you. It's, I've I've known about this for most of my adult life. Like everyone has heard. Yeah. But I was not prepared <laughs> for how unpleasant this experience was. <laughs> Significantly less fun to watch than Saving Christmas, like by a wide wide margin. Also because you're a, how do I put it? You're you're a fan of star wars in some way i'm a big fan of 70s music let me tell you chris i love musical breaks jefferson I love, starship i love like 12 minutes Be of Wookiees just cooking in the kitchen not speaking english i do so enjoy the fact that like it doesn't matter what generation you are the just everyone on earth has just silently agreed that the 70s were absolute dog shit and to never acknowledge them so you're saying it's about as good as Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Ideas is coming, and you won't break me because I have like four more awful things coming. Out Alex, have you? <laughs> Alex, have you seen uh, Star Wars Holiday Special? Because it is truly an experience. It is unpleasant. I've seen from... bits and pieces, and that was enough. All the bits like, of like Harvey Corbin is just insufferable throughout the entire. Movie. Which of his three roles is the worst <laughs> to you, Chris? The worst. Have a lot of variety. The worst to me is that stir whip scene. <laughs> yeah. You know what kids who will love Star Wars love? Julia Child's references. <laughs> all, I, all I could think of the whole time was just remembering all of Swinging Pizzagate and every week something you gave me would have just an unbearable musical sequence. <laughs> and then it all came full circle again. The only highlights for me was that it had local commercials. So one of them, it's just in the middle of it, there's a commercial for the International Ladies Garment Workers Union. Because these goddamn Americans keep buying these lady clothes from foreigners and they're ruining all of our jobs. And then 45 minutes later, there's a Whirlpool commercial about these shitty Chinese dishwashers ruining American jobs. It's real cool. Please never make me watch anything like this ever again. (laughs) Chris, you've seen it, right? Yeah, I have. Can we talk, can we just sidebar here about the fact that the elder Wookiee... Watches VR porn and we 
And he jerks off that, to it. That Wookiee came. Yeah. That Wookiee watched <laughs> VR porn. And he nutted. And he looked into his dead fucking eyes as he did it. <laughs> like a ten minute sequence of just a fucking Wookiee JOI video. It's I, I want you to think about like a couple things here. First of all, which is more uncomfortable? Seeing that woman saying those things and doing those things, or seeing the Wookiee's reaction to them? It's a thousand percent their reaction because it's <laughs> no, every he's, he's it's lower jaws above his upper jaw of every JOI video. Like, oh, what's wrong, big brother? Mom's not gonna be home for a while, and then just this fucking hellscape <laughs> mask in. staring at you with its mouth agape. Oh. Now here's, It'll send chills down your fucking spine, dude. Now, the other thing about it is this came out in, what, 78, I think? I'm pretty sure it's 78. And, because, like, Star Wars was uh, sort of a big hit. I don't know. A couple people watched it. So, like, you got all the families who are going to tune in. Yeah, well, I love Star Wars. Let's cram around the TV <laughs> for doing the holidays. Jefferson Starship with a 14-minute song in. No, forget God. about the 14-minute song. Imagine little... What Billy and Jill? They have to sit down in front of the TV and watch that jerk off sequence. They saw a Wookiee's vinegar strokes in front of God and everyone, Chris. Current Cameron talking about how the press under the tree or like the city of Jerusalem is infinitely better than whatever the fuck this was. I'm pretty sure that seemed what that does that seem come before Harvey Corbin very slowly and boringly talks about how to put together like a radio transmitter. Oh my god! For like ten I, minutes, it's, it's a blur. It's just a blur of in that fucking cartoon, which is bone chilling faces <laughs> these fucking eon flux nightmares oh my it's, god it's it's funny because that's actually the best part of the i thing. know by a significant margin <laughs> and it looks like it was fucking drawn in a nightmare it's this fucking peewee's playhouse hellscape and it's the like better by a country mile that is. You did like B. Arthur song. <laughs> Who would? <laughs> Those are words. Those are words, all right. I love to go down to watch my favorite Star Wars movie, where B. Arthur sings out a bunch of fucking aliens and werewolves at its closing time. It's so cool. I fucking love this. One. Every song is like four fucking minutes long, too. <laughs> Except for Jefferson Starship, which which gets a little bit of extra. Oh stuff. my god, I, it's still playing. <laughs> it's eternal. Uh, it's gonna be the closing theme on this episode. Gosh, I great. Both listeners, sorry we've lost you. You know what's funny? The one time I watched this movie, I skipped past the Jefferson Starship part. I was just I like, oh yeah, it just goes on. Right? It just kept <laughs> like in the first five minutes. One of the first things you see is you go into their Wookiee house and they just turn on this hologram. It's just a fucking space circus. It's just a dude playing a trumpet while people do cartwheels for like four fucking minutes. It's a nightmare. <laughs> So this was in like the better half of movies you watched this week, right? Oh, better it's... half of Star Wars movies. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Fucking the only redeeming part is that knowing behind the scenes the, the, what George Lucas had to do to get the main stars to show up for an afternoon of shooting, <laughs> just seeing the looks on their faces as they just <laughs> plow through these lines, 
and Carrie Fisher singing that song out of keys. <laughs> like, if you watch her, she's just staring daggers at cue cards. It's so good. I'm pretty sure that this is, like, the timelines match up, that this is when she's just started burying herself in coke. I, I felt it. I felt it deep in my bones. It was genuinely, like, well, looking at what I watched this week... Like, I'm about to talk about Alvin and the Chipmunks, and this was infinitely more unpleasant to sit through. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Also, like, my little personal question is, when I watched it, it looked like mine was in, like, really, really shitty video quality. Was it the same thing for you? Oh, no. (laughs) Pretty crystal clear. I got to see every little hair on his body just convulsing (laughs) as he made cummies to that VR. (laughs) Alex, you need to see this. That look, I just, might be getting to it. That non sequitur, just like, all right, well, my adult son Lumpy's hanging out over here. Guess I'll just go jack off in the foyer. <laughs> fucking atrocious. Like the one thing you're not mentioning here is that like all the all the Wookies they don't speak English, and it's a good like no. oh, twenty five minutes of them just not yeah. speaking English. Like the fucking opening How long is two thousand one. It's it's an hour and a half easy. Like. Without commercials, just, it's at least 90 minutes. Just adding up the times for things that you guys have been giving out. It, it sounds like it's 14 like six hours. hours. <laughs> yeah. it, I feel like I have not stopped living it. I feel like I'm just unstuck in time watching this Wookiee come. And I, I, I hate it. Same. I hate so much. Fucking same. <laughs> that cartoon might as well be like 20 seconds, but it doesn't feel like 20 seconds. It's like, oh, that's Boba Fett. All right, anyways. Oh, boy, that's a nine roper from this tall Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Grandpa Wookiee. <laughs> like, I'm not exaggerating. Like, five or six minutes in, you're just watching this Wookiee stand in the kitchen, stir a pot while growling, and I thought I was hallucinating. <laughs> See, that <laughs> was... It's been a long fucking day. He's just stirring the pot, and it just keeps fucking going. Why does the Wookiee sound like Gucci Mane? I look. I I don't know. Look, when we, when we get the studio, we're gonna have a segment where we all just play Okie okay Cookie to that VR thing, right? How many Chewbacca suits do I have to order? <laughs> Oh man, I love the Moss Eisley Cantu. That was my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> Here's B. Arthur. <laughs> Fuck yourself forever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Beatrice Arthur. <laughs> Esquire. So that so ended. And I put on Alvin and the Chipmunks immediately. <laughs> I wanted to cleanse my soul. The first sound you hear. The first. <laughs> Is the chipmunk singing James Blunt's Had a Bad Day? And oh, I swear no. to God, I almost had a complete breakdown. <laughs> I have been teetering for like two weeks now, and this almost fucking broke me. Like, my notes are just that, and then now they're singing Funky Town. And then that fucking Christmas song. That fucking chipmunk's Christmas song shows up no less than seven times. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, yeah, but this is that actually might be the line at which I would be like, no, I'm not watching this. I, that's rough. But you see, like the world knows that they exist, and they become a hot international sensation. Isn't that awesome? Isn't there a scene where one of them eats shit? Yeah, (laughs) 
It was me. No, that was the Super Bowl. Sitting in my chair. <laughs> it's. But there's not much to say about it. It's just your standard fucking kids movie, but every three minutes, there's a goddamn Chipmunk song over the soundtrack. <laughs> it's. I mean, I it's been it's been over a decade since I worked retail during the holidays, and I was always in the seasonal section. And we had a display where kids could come up and press whatever button to like play whatever oh, no. Christmas song they wanted to hear. And the amount of times that I heard the fucking Chipmunk song every night that I went to work just Alex, you were a brave man. I have. I, it's not like I had a choice. I had I Here I sit before you. <laughs> So let's just get to the triple header that was my Sunday afternoon. Oh, no. Let's talk about the son of the mask, guys. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> hey, pop quiz hotshot, did you know this was in theaters? Because it fucking was. Wait, what? This movie, oh, yeah. starring James Kennedy, was in theaters. Are either of you two close friends of mine familiar with this movie? I I have seen it, yeah. Oh, good! <laughs> It can't be. It can't be worse. Oh, buddy! <laughs> this movie is a fucking Real. nightmare. This this is a horror okay. movie. So I assumed that Jamie Kennedy's character would be the son of the mask, and he would just get the mask. Oh no! Imagine my surprise when, like, thirty minutes in, he puts on the mask, goes and has another elaborate song and dance sequence. Chris, <laughs> my friend, thank you. <laughs> And then he goes home, still in full mask form, and plows his wife and puts a baby in her. Oh my god. Little did I know, the rest of the movie, the remaining hour, is a CGI nightmare baby. It is so unpleasant. That, that musical scene goes on forever, too. It's... He has, like, six costume changes. It's... <laughs> His fucking shitty voice, his unbearably awful plastic hair. Oh, it, oh, it, oh, I can't, I can't. When the fucking baby does the Michigan J Frog routine, like, for the third time. (laughs) Not only do we see the baby watch it on TV, we get a whole fucking thing. The song plays how many times, Chris? Tell me, because I feel like I'm losing my fucking mind, dude. I don't know. It's been a long time since I saw it. And you started your Sunday afternoon. This was this was what I watched during kickoff, buddy. <laughs> this was my day, because everyone was like, oh my god, it's already Sunday, and I've watched two things. The third one wasn't assigned to me. Shit. <laughs> the most haunting thing I've seen in a long time is that CGI baby just appearing front, close, center frame with a Woody the Woodpecker head. My heart stopped for like three seconds. It is. Oh. That movie's legitimately now, kind of hard to watch. Now, here's the fun thing that I learned. Well, but I'm sure you learned this from our good friend, the Nostalgia Critic, as I'm sure he did. That there's another that's <laughs> uncalled for. There's there's another cut of this movie that has a scene that's not in the American theatrical. Okay, version. I did not hear about this. Please tell me. Well, you see, when he goes to plow his wife, who hates his guts, we get a fucking zoom in and see three little three Stooges ass green sperm <laughs> racing for her egg. 
It. Oh my god. I have not slept well in days. <laughs> like, here's, here's the thing with this movie as a whole. I don't love the mask at all. But I actually to go do. like, but to go like, yeah, you know what? Jamie Kennedy can do a Jim Carrey. Like, just the fucking nerve to be like, yeah, that's a one, that's a one A one B transition here. Like, imagine if I went, hey, Chris, you're going to watch Ace Ventura 3 starring Jamie Kennedy. Like, your fucking blood would run cold. It's... Oh, it's... oh my God. I sure hope nobody's got to watch a Jamie Kennedy movie this week. <laughs> Be fucking... <laughs> Apparently, Jamie Kennedy got really I know, what, really I know what it is in my heart That people didn't like Son of the Mask. Good! Fuck him! <laughs> I hope he lives in squalor and misery the rest of his awful life. <laughs> that is one hell of so a way Christmas to start. Christmas with the Cranks is a holiday movie for the whole family. <laughs> Starring Timothy Allen. <laughs> Do you want to watch 90 minutes of Tim Allen just being a real Scrooge about things? <laughs> I was kind of disappointed because I was really hoping you would be leaning super hard into Tim Allen just hating these goddamn millennials. It's just I think it was way too far along. Parker, ago. not Parker, not to oh, cut no. you off. For oh no! Just a second. But remember that time Jamie Kennedy was dating Jennifer Love Hewitt. Tuckridge oh. Farm remembers <sighs> that happened. I should brace myself. That ultimate oh, fail, son. Like actually, that just mad. ruined just my night. I, it took a sec. It took a second to gather. Before Guys, I can said we pick it. this up tomorrow? The <laughs> came out. How am I supposed to talk? Anyway, continue. How am I supposed about to talk about Christmas Tim movie? Allen on Christmas? Now. What a crank! <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of disappointing because it's just a standard Christmas movie. I don't but understand like, what the problem is. You love Dan Aykroyd. His head is <laughs> Tom Atkins ish. It is. But, like, the weird thing in this movie is for, like, the first two-thirds of it, Tim Allen's 100% correct. Like, the whole conceit is, so it's him and Jamie Lee Curtis, and they have a daughter, and she's going to the Peace Corps just to fucking date this movie. Remember when that would be a plot point and shit? So she goes off, and he's like, hey, so it's just you and me. How about instead of spending thousands of dollars on Christmas, we just go on a cruise? And then this fucking town just spends an hour going, (laughs) what do you mean you're not having a Christmas party? What do you mean you don't need a tree just for a fucking hour? It's it's just boring. Like I was really hoping to get a lot of mileage out of making fun of Tim Allen because I hate his stupid goddamn face and he's a narc and a bitch. But it's just <laughs> look after watching the Star Wars holiday special. I mean that that really movie, does put you in a place where not much is worse. Also, there's at least four scenes where M.M. at Walsh just talk shit to Tim Allen's face for being a bitter old man. Well, let's be fair. Enjoyable. Gotta love him, Emmett Walsh. Yeah, oh god, how could you not? What was up with the soundtrack? Like... The soundtrack oh, sounded god. like it was Einstein for babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, speaking of Einstein. Oh, oh god. I've been through so much. <laughs> man, to fit in all the Baby Genius movies, I would need all the time in the world with the help of the Spy Kids. Hey, you know who's not in this movie? The fucking Spy Kids. Thanks. This is the only Spy Kids movie I haven't seen. It's the fourth one. There is Neri and Antonio Banderas to be found. 
Is that F minus. Try again later. <laughs> Why would I watch a Spy Kids movie without Antonio Banderas? That might actually be the best movie you watched this week. <laughs> it's. I mean, we'll get to what I watched outside of this fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, you say that, but what if I told you Jeremy Piven has, like, three different roles in this movie? Oh, don't even talk to me about Jeremy Piven right now. <laughs> I'm so sick of that guy. Hey, let me talk to you about them having a dog, and then it turns out, oh, it's not just a normal dog, it's a robot, and it's voiced by Ricky Gervais. How about you don't fucking talk to me today? <laughs> That's... Barker, it's gonna be okay. Is it, though? It's not okay. You guys <laughs> know how much that. I love kids. Yeah. And watching kids... <laughs> And just really enjoying kids just being quippy with each other. <laughs> yep, we sure do. Oh my god. I watched all three of those in a row while watching football on Sunday. <laughs> back, two back, two back without a break. At least football is good. God, I just <laughs> don't know, understand... What I've done to deserve this. I mean, you picked a powerful order right there. Starting off with Son of the Mask. I. How could I have known? <laughs> that it would be an hour of a fucking CGI baby. And a CGI dog chasing said CGI baby. <laughs> Wait, Parker. Do you remember at the end of uh, Son of the yeah, Mask? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> it's like that nightmare cloud thing. Oh my god. With the light of lights and stuff. Were you not scared out of your mind? It is... I know we make the joke a lot about, like, hey, who's this movie for? But any child that <laughs> it comes in contact with this movie will start wearing skins. <laughs> like, it is fucking... Oh, my God. So then I watched The Hidden Fortress. That was all right. I'm just glad a real filmmaker took over that idea and did something good with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Even I haven't seen The Hidden Fortress. I mean, I don't have much to say. Spoilers, it's really good. <laughs> I I know you're not much of a samurai guy, but I was hoping... I, I was so... <laughs> I can't believe it. Jeez, I was so excited to like give you actual good movies, but then we, we got a bit mean. <laughs> no, it was a really good movie, but that's going to hurt the theme here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. I, that was a good joke about <laughs> it. Yeah. The last thing I had assigned to me was a movie called Suicide Kings that my good friend Alex recommended. Yeah, it's pretty good. Together. It's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> the one thing I wrote down is, do you remember the flashback scene into <laughs> the 70s with Christopher Walken? Oh, do you appreciate yeah. how he looks like Charlie from <laughs> Lethal Weapon 5 and he's just disco dancing around the set for like five minutes? <laughs> it's real oh, good. Yeah, that movie's pretty good. It slaps. <laughs> It's like, when you look at that cast list, you're like, this should be a disaster. And yet, somehow it works. Because it's going, I'm like, does that say Jay Moore? Does that say Dennis Leary? Does that say Brad Garrett? What the fuck is going on? But yeah, that was a nice surprise. I like when you recommend movies like this in Thomas Crown Affair. Movies I would just never, ever stumble upon ever, because they're not the eighth movie in a horror franchise. (laughs) Now, let's get down to the three things I watched. Apart from what you guys recommended. <laughs> recommended. S- forced to be at gunpoint. <laughs> so, I was riding the high of 300. And I was like, you know what? We need to delve deeper into the, the Gerard Butler cinematic universe. I oh, hope it's God, God, Your boy watched Den of Thieves. Oh. Y'all. Yes. 
So I'm taking this description from Jacob Knight from Birth Movies Death, who called it the Redbox version of Heat. And there's no better description of this movie. It's it's so <laughs> fucking good. Like, it is the beest of B-movies, but it absolutely slaps. He pl- Gerard Butler is the shittiest, most awful scumbag cop. It's so good. His He makes his appearance into the movie. <laughs> he walks into this crime scene. Like, there's just a fucking dead body in the ground outside this donut shop. He walks over a box of donuts and just eats one while looking at a corpse. It's so fucking good. Just eating trash donuts off the street while looking at a dead body. It's <laughs> incredible. It's so fucking good. I don't know why it's two hours and 20 minutes long, but I had no problems getting through it. You should absolutely watch it. I'll keep that in mind. So we recorded late tonight. And I got a little skip in my step, like, oh, man, I can hit up Redbox. Your boy's going to rent Mission Impossible Fallout and watch it again. And did he notice there was a different new release out today, boys? The brand called for me, and I stayed loyal to the brand, and I rented The Nun. Ooh. Boys. It's, turns out it's not very good. Aww. <laughs> but here's the thing, though, like, it's not the director's fault at all. Like, there's a lot of really cool religious imagery. The whole movie takes place in this dark, spooky-ass castle. It's really well shot, but the script is just absolute dog shit. It's... There's nothing you can do with it. Like, it's pretty standard jump scare stuff. That's what you're getting with these movies. I'm sure it worked well in a theater, but at home, I checked out real quick. Like, there's a scene, like the opening of this movie. Of course, they find a demon, as you do. And this nun jumps out the window and hangs herself. And as God is my witness, like an hour and 15 minutes in, they say out loud, she wasn't committing suicide, it was a sacrifice. Like, that's supposed to be a reveal. Oh. That she... Oh. Yeah, it's... Yeah, that's right off the bat. It's not good. Yeah. It's... Like, there's a lot of well-staged stuff. I, I fucking love the set. Like, I was so ready to just embrace this movie, because who doesn't love a nice spooky castle? But with that being said, somewhere out there in the world, some teenager just rented this, and she's watching it with her friends, and it's gonna fuck their whole year up. So, you know, not all movies are meant for me. That's fine. But I wanted to end my night on a better note. Mm -hmm. I wanted to delve deeper into the Gerard Butler canon. (laughs) No. Gods of Egypt. Oh, yes. Did someone open up Hulu and see Gamer was streaming? (laughs) You fucking bet he did. (laughs) Guys... Guys, it's so long. <laughs> so the movie opens before the fucking Lionsgate logo is even off the screen. Marilyn Manson's "Sweet Dreams" cover is already. Oh, playing. good. Yeah. This movie came out in two thousand nine. <laughs> so just do that fucking math in your head. It sure did. The first scene is Gerard Butler murdering someone and teabagging him. <laughs> so the bad guy is Michael C. Hall doing. Just an incredible Southern impression. Oh my god, I remember this now. Oh man. And you see, the video game is called Society. His first line of the movie <laughs> is Michael C. All saying, We live in society. And I thought I was gonna have a fucking heart attack. Oh man. Like every single fuck it it looks like a shittier version of Death Race with all the same aesthetics. Every fucking cut, transition, everything looks like it takes place on Spike TV. Like, this looks like it's in the Mancer's canon. It's so, so good. 
No one told me that there's a hacker that hacks through the whole society system and that it's played by Ludacris, and I feel personally betrayed by all of my friends. <laughs> and then John Leguizamo shows up in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like an hour in, there's just this really, like... Because society is this game where people control other people, so of course they just all do weird sex shit. Yeah, man. It's just like a 90 second compilation of close-ups on tits and boobs while the Bloodhound game plays. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good. <sighs> and we get to the point where it's like, alright, we need to do something, because you know like going into this movie, like, alright, so the head of the corporation's is gonna want the main character killed. So enter Terry Crews to try and murder Gerard Butler. And then Keith David just shows up. What I'm trying to say is everyone should watch Gamer immediately. And that's going to do it for me. I'm going to take a long nap. <laughs> well, before you take that nap, uh, let me tell you what I had to say. All through. over himself. Because my good friends like me so much. They have given me sound advice in my life. For example, Chris, you don't mess with the Zohan. <laughs> oh, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> back and to the left so <laughs> the thing about you don't mess with the zohan it came out in 2008 uh, ducky here really adam sandler <laughs> stars as zohan the zohan and an israeli idf soldier uh just an idf soldier it's like saying atm machine oh. and uh he doesn't like being good at killing palestinians <clears throat> oh no so he just oh, no yeah this movie <laughs> is uh did you not know what this no movie oh oh honey <laughs> i saw a trailer i was like yeah i'm good going my whole life without seeing that that's fine yeah. i'm sure i won't ever be involved in some fucking smash tv game show <laughs> anyway he decides i will go to america and be a hairdresser so he does that and he's good at doing hairstyles and having sex with older women and eating a barbaric amount of hummus. That's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Aren't you glad I didn't make you watch the movie? Oh, that, <laughs> that would have been a fight, I feel like. <laughs> this... Now, we talk about movies that... Um, when we talk about bad movies, because at this point, I think watching this one is how I realize I'm kind of like desensitized a little bit. It's like when you play like a really violent video game and someone gets their head chainsawed off, you're just like, eh, I I've played movies where I've done that before. It's just, it doesn't offend me, it doesn't shock me anymore. If you want to be really, really bad, get like really nitty gritty, you gotta like kind of offend me in a way. And this movie, it comes close. It's He's not making fun of Israelis does it to palestinians a couple times so uh so. yeah knock them off their high yeah, horse a <laughs> get them at them <laughs> there's actually what are they gonna there's, do? <laughs> no there's actually one good joke about the uh israeli palestinian uh conflict uh where oh, his, his mother says, holding on uh they've been fighting for two thousand years how much longer could they go on <sighs> as it turns out is that a joke that was that a, a joke, joke in the movie <laughs> So <laughs> much like twelve strong and their prescient knowledge, like look, if we get this operation done, this conflict <laughs> will be done. over. Yeah. 
it's so good. Now, 2008. So okay, again, those these horses know these are Palestinian rocks. <laughs> Now that, like I said, that was 2008, and Adam Sandler has since gone on to do many other things. This did not break his career, according to my favorite website, www.icheckmovies.com. Twenty-five thousand people have checked this movie off. It was somewhat popular, more popular, one might say, than 2008's *The Love Guru*, starring Mike Myers. When we talk about bad movies and how desensitized I've become, as I've said before on this very podcast. You've got to really offend me. Wow. Wow. This movie is really offensive. Mariska Hargitay to you too, my friend. This is... Uh, <laughs> like, remember when I showed you, what was it, On the Town or something like that? And they have that museum scene? Imagine... Yeah, oh, trust me. I remember. Imagine an entire movie of that. <laughs> That's I prefer not to. The very opening scene is Mike Myers with that terrifying cat-in-the-hat face he's still doing, playing the oh, sitar God. to 9 to 5 by... Uh, who's the Jesus. lady that... Uh, Tap-dancing Christ. What's her, what's her name? The country singer with the boobs. This feels like a trick, and I won't fall for it. That one guy on ETI was making a simulator of her. Whatever, I'll cut that. He's playing a <laughs> nine to five. <laughs> oh, on the sitar. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> that's that's terrifying. Ever notice how like Mike Myers isn't funny? Don't make you, me go. You, look, don't you can just you can go ahead and tell me. Oh no, what about Wade's World? I think it might have been everyone except for him in Wayne's World or something. I have made a concerted effort to never rewatch an Austin Powers movie. Knowing I'm saying this out loud, cursing myself. It's kind of like his shtick is to say something that's not funny and then acknowledging that it's not funny. And at first you're like, oh, that's that's kind of funny. But then it keeps going on. And he really has to be propped up by other people. And it can't just be Vern Troyer every single movie. It's honestly... Mike Myers, or as I like to call him... I, well, honestly, <laughs> what do you mean dime store? <laughs> they have to have at least look good. Anyway, uh, Mike Myers is not good, and this movie really hurt me. Then I watched one of my new favorite movies. Ladies and gentlemen, set aside everything, sit down for this one. Parker had me watch Freddy Got Fingered. This is one of the most... <laughs> this is seriously, I'm honest to God, everything on me. This is one of the most fascinating things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I gotta pull up the letterbox for it, don't I? I, I? This is just... This changes so much about the way that I watch movies. Uh, so, like... I, I don't even... You guys know Tom Green, right? I assume neither one of you have of course, seen Freddy Got Fingered. <clears throat> oh, you have I, seen I've, this. I've never seen the whole it's thing. Been, I was I was a kid. It was when it was when I thought the Tom Green so, show was the funniest. Like thing the world, it's kind so. of similar. Like uh, I guess in the in the sense that like um, like the Eric Andre show. You know, there's I assume that he does stuff like that where he goes along and he annoys people or it does wacky things in public and stuff like that. I'm gonna be coming back to that. Anyway. Yeah, he, he painted a naked Yeah, that seems like something he would do. He, he would he's, put, he's like, really mice in his mouth, and he would suck on a cow's teat and stuff like that. So. I think a lot about the sketch where he just hung out where someone was getting a pizza delivered, and then just cut off the other <laughs> delivery driver and undercut them. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's good shit. Yeah. Here's the thing. That's real fucking I, funny. I've seen Tom Green before. The man is a funny person. He understands how comedy works. You're going to have to keep that in mind when you watch this. 
I'm not kidding. <laughs> what I That's never a good sign. Way. This movie's really good. Keep in mind, he knows what jokes are. Yes, exactly. So I'm not kidding <laughs> when I say that it's better than any Jacques Tati movie. I've never. I don't know what that is. You don't know what who Jacques fuck? Tati is? He's just like really. He was like the the French. He was like the French Mister Bean. His movies are considered like classics, and they're I, fucking terrible. There's not a sentence I could hate more in my <laughs> fucking <laughs> life. What, what a ridiculous! <laughs> oh, the no, French Mister Bean. This if you thought that regular Mister Bean was a bit too slapsticky, how about more refined? <laughs> he would never solely himself with no, 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 a no, think about it, think about it. this movie in this movie you're never left wanting for something to happen it's about as intelligent and satirical as a Jacques Tati movie and probably a little bit more so basically it's a parody of just... 90s gross out movies and I'll get to that in a second it's there's something that's like kind of impossible to understand impossible to truly like and basically impossible to find actually funny but you, when, the more you watch it, the more you realize, wait a second, Tom Green's doing this for a reason, and I'm not sure what that reason is. And you like you lean in closer when you're watching, and you're like, I'm trying to figure out what, what's going on. So here's an example. I don't know if you guys listen to classic rock like I do, but there's an album called Trout, Mac, uh, Trout Mask Replica by Captain Beefheart. You put it on for like the first five oh, seconds, fuck. you already know, oh, this is going to hurt, and I'm not going to like it. But you kind of keep on listening. There's a really good story from Matt Groening, the guy who made The Simpsons, who bought Trap Mask Replica. And he was like, wait, this this totally sucks. I can't believe I paid all this money for a double album. Then he listened to it again and again and again. And he ended up kind of loving it, just for how bad it is. The basic message of Trap Mask Replica is, if you're having a bad day, watch Freddy Got Fingered or listen to Trap Mask Replica, because you'll never feel as shitty as this movie is. Like, seriously, you, you just keep staring at it, like, wondering, what is Gord Brody going to do next? So, there's a scene... Very... Whatever the fuck I want. No, no, seriously, there's a scene early on, right, where he's driving, he's driving along, he's driving along, and he sees... This movie is basically normal at this point. He's driving along, and he sees a horse, and the horse's dick is out, and he screams, pulls over to the side of the road, and jumps the fence, and gets in there where the horses are all surrounding... Uh, I mean, the farmers are all surrounding this horse... He starts jerking off the horse and, and screaming, Ooh, look at me, Daddy, look at me! I don't know why this happened. And as soon as it happened, I paused, <laughs> rewound, so I could figure out why it happened. Still no reason why it happened. And from there, the movie had me hooked. I was like, okay, you're trying to do something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I would love to find out. I watched him jack off you the horse. He jacks off the horse. He's actually I a jack off the horse four times. I went, ah, touche movie. <laughs> <laughs> I am dead serious. The movie actually got me there. And the other one is... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you've got to see it to believe it. I might have decided to see it. There's a scene where he chews off a newborn's umbilical cord and starts swinging <clears throat> it around. And I realized, it's like, wait a second. He's going for something here. He's trying to say something. He's trying to communicate something. It's it's obviously just like a parody of these 90s gross outcomes. So he's doing a really good job with this. And you know what? After seeing uh, You Don't Mess With a Zohan and a Love Guru, I mean, this is a little bit more intriguing. It's actually less offensive. It's not racist. It's not sexist. It's not homophobic. There is one uh, ableist joke that I told Parker about that's actually funny. Rip Torn uh, calls uh, Gord's uh, girlfriend a cripple. And she's like, hey, you got a problem with my legs? And he's like, no, you got a problem with your legs. Because <laughs> she's in a wheelchair. <laughs> Oh, fucking damn it. That's real fucking good. Because <laughs> I just hear his shitty voice. 
He's so cool. There, there's a bunch. You get to see uh, Riptorn's bare ass in this movie. Why? I'm not entirely sure. The, the title of the movie doesn't come in until the third act. Uh, <laughs> you, can, you can tell like a bunch of movie executives who are watching the Tom Green show are like, I have no one. Or, I have no idea why kids love this show. Let's just give this guy billions of dollars to make a movie. <laughs> and Tom Green very, uh, very clearly understood like the humor of that. There's a scene towards the end of the movie. It's like, there you go. I had a million dollars. Now I don't have a million dollars. You know, easy come, easy go. And it's just very clearly that's what he's talking about there's a there's a scene earlier on where he pitches to anthony michael hall his stupid cartoon that doesn't make any sense and anthony michael hall is like this doesn't make any sense you have to have the characters actually do something the next scene is the characters of the movie actually being developed it's it, it works there is it, there's something that they're doing here it is like i said so fast i'd love to talk to the production crew <laughs> it seems like a tommy Wiseau like sort of production it's because the main character's antics are so completely disconnected from rational thought he feels like a fucking alien all that being said I don't blame Drew Barrymore one bit for divorcing uh, Tom Green after seeing this. I give this movie perhaps the highest recommendation I've ever given to any movie that we've talked about on this podcast with the caveat, do not watch this with your significant other. <laughs> this, I, Parker, I, Parker, I might legit have to assign this to you because I, this is incredible. Teddy, would you like some sauce? That, that's one of the more logical scenes in the movie. <laughs> that has an explanation. <laughs> I've seen bits of it. I remember being a kid and just flipping through channels, and I'd turn on it for like five minutes and be like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Turn to something else, come back like, yeah, I still don't know so, what the fuck is going like, on. Like, my biggest thing here is like with the Eric Andre show, and there are some Eric Andre skits that I really like where he talks about how he doesn't, he didn't get the Fruit Loops job. <laughs> Drink from me. <laughs> this is your communion. <laughs> That's funny. So he goes up to other people and does all these shocking, outrageous things. There are things that uh, for a while I was thinking, wait, wouldn't this movie work better if it would, because it looks a little too nice, actually. It's like, wouldn't this work better if this was done to random people on the street? If this was like almost like a jackass movie you know but instead i realized oh these are things most of the stunts in the movie are things that he can't do with just random people for example his new girlfriend wants to give him a blowjob she lifts up his shirt to pull down his pants and his umbilical cord is still there taped to his body and uh he she's like what is that and he's like uh it's my umbilical cord uh i I just taped to myself uh, for fun and that's if, if, imagine yourself in like a sexual encounter a girl wants to blow it and you, and you just explain that you have the umbilical cord taped to your body like that that's that's funny seeing it in a movie it, it's like gross it's stupid it, it's nothing but like I, I can imagine what's going on here and I think that's where I started to realize what he was doing as far as jerking off the horse some mysteries of cinema will always go unexplained <laughs> <laughs> there's also a scene where he gets inside the dead body of a deer gets hit by a tractor trailer and flies 50 feet and gets up and laughing and says whoa i didn't expect that to happen <laughs> i guess i'll download it. <laughs> your download in t- look sig has it in 1080p you have to see this oh, that's, that's happening i guess <laughs> Damn it. And then I watched Fred 2, <laughs> Night of the Living Fred. <laughs> Speaking so, of icons, you guys, you guys are familiar something. with Fred, the YouTube star. He speaks in like a sped up high pitched voice and he's like, oh, it's me playing a little kid. This is wildly popular as evidenced by the fact he got two movies made about it. A friend recommended, oh, why don't you watch the movie like um, slowed down or something like that so his voice will sound regular. So and I was like, like yeah, person. just make this three hours instead of a solid 80 minutes. 
Uh, so I'm watching this, and there aren't really any jokes. It doesn't really make sense. I don't understand why people like it. And I talked to one of my friends, um, and they're like, oh, I've got a younger sister, and she loves Fred. And I was like, what's going on? Why does she love Fred? What's her favorite thing about him? And he explains, like, it's because he's cute. And that's it. I guess. All takes, huh? Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Next, I watched The Happy Time Murders. Folks... <laughs> I, I really feel bad for the people who worked on this because you can tell a lot of people worked really hard on this. I'd say everyone involved with the movie worked really hard except Melissa McCarthy. And like, here's the thing. This is a Jim. It's it's like, these are Jim objects. Henson puppets. And uh, a couple of the Hensons have their names on this movie. That's I just, I guess maybe like the Henson Cor- Corporation isn't making as much money as they used to. And pu- people don't like puppets anymore. You can just CGI everything and so just take the fun out of life. So you have to have one of those like hard-boiled, uh, <laughs> you know, 1940s film noir detective stories. I gotta admit, the voice acting in this is so much better th- than this movie deserves. Like, the movie is bad. It doesn't work. But it's not awful. And I can understand what they're going for. I, I guess the most outrageous <clears throat> scene is the puppet sex scene, which... Wow. Uh, okay. This is a bit much for me. So you're saying it's it's worse than the Team oh, America yeah. one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. When I your think, big oh, gross yeah. out scene has was done like ten years ago, it doesn't doesn't really work. Yeah, anymore. they're they're like spraying white silly string all over his office. It is. <laughs> yeah, like, um, I get it. Not yeah, that's funny. Not good. W- one of their recurring jokes throughout the movie is asshole says what? Oh yikes! I was hoping one of you would Jesus. say what. Anyway, yeah. Look, I, I thought. So. <laughs> Let's be honest. If, if you take away anything from this movie, take away this: Melissa McCarthy can't act, and she's not funny. So next up, <laughs> Mean <laughs> Girls Two. Message to leave it on. <laughs> mean Girls Two stars only one person from the original movie, the Black Principal. Man, really? It's, That's disappointing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's no one. Wa- is that what we're calling Tim Meadows? I forgot now? his name. <laughs> right. That's. Oh, buddy. Anyway. Oh, buddy. I I was <laughs> gonna say he's that guy from uh, Lackawanna County in The Office, and they go to Chili's. Oh, well, my back. Anyway, Big Girls Two is uh, it's is obviously very bad, but you can kind of tell no one in the movie wants to be there. And that includes the director and the lighting people and the people who wrote and everything. <laughs> this was made by someone in the studio saying, yeah, people like Mean Girls, what if we just do it again? But Tina Fey didn't write this, so what are we doing? It, nothing in it works, it's just... <sighs> Parker, have you remember that like Bill Burr stand-up where he just starts off with, I want to buy a gun. That, that's how I feel after watching Mean Girls too. It's like, they're like playing mean pranks on each other. No, 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 no. This is why school shootings are a necessary part of having the Second Amendment, because a couple of these students need to be shot. Anyway, <laughs> So Undercover, starring Miley Cyrus. I'm infiltrating the plastic. I forgot I'm about also this. infiltrating the trench coat mafia. <laughs> no, so Undercover has Miley Cyrus as a quote-unquote secret agent. Oh, I, fuck me, what? So, I have a younger Why did she make him watch this? Oh, did you, did you do <laughs> this one... <laughs> I literally saw this on IMDb when I was on the Mean Girls. Tuesday. I had to pay money for one of these. I don't remember which. Anyway, so undercover was. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a younger sister, and she watched a lot of Hannah Montana growing up, and I, I didn't really like it. But I couldn't really nail down what I did not like about Miley Cyrus in particular. 
uh, in particular. I think my biggest thing is that um, this this movie is it's 2012, so I'm pretty sure this is before that uh, incident with a her butt looked like chicken or something. What was it? Yeah, that was. Yeah, that I was think so. Laughing. Anyway, um, that that was before she kind of went off the rails. This is before Wrecking Ball and stuff. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think what it is about her is that she she's really condescending, and that is her entire performance and everything she does. And she thinks she's really smart and cool and pretty and talented, and she's not any of those things. And she's just insufferable in this movie. I think Jeremy Piven's in this actually. Um, oh my god. I, this movie is really bad, and I think I realized it's like there's something that bugged me more about this than uh, Mean Girls too, and it bugged me more than the Love Guru, and it bugged me more than You Don't Mess with the Zohan. Even though I'm pretty sure this one wasn't racist, or if it was, I missed it out. I think the biggest thing about this is this is a movie for people who don't watch movies. They're like, oh, let's let's we have people over, let's put on a movie, and then they'll talk and they'll do other stuff, and it'll just be on in the background. And I don't know why, but that always gets on my tits, like if you're going to put a movie on, let's watch it. Like people put effort into this, but this is a movie for people who are like, yeah, let's just have uh, something on in the background. We'll just talk and like play D and D or fucking whatever. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. For That's this Kelly for... Osborne, huh? Yeah. Gotcha, buddy. Kelly Osborne. Uh, <laughs> maybe. I don't remember. Anyway, I also watched snake eyes starring uh, Nicholas cage. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Let me tell you about Brian De Palma. Yeah. Goodness gracious. <laughs> He's, he works yeah. hard, doesn't he? He's a, uh, he is a he talented little boy. I like him. Uh, the opening of the movie. Oh my god! Like I knew where the cuts were, but it still worked. I like seeing Gary Sinise in a movie. That that was a lot of fun. Uh, Nicholas Cage. I I think I don't like the third act because by that point he stopped being crazy. But it's yeah. yeah once he wises it's up, true. But it's I mean of, it's yeah. worth it just for the first two acts where he's just. <laughs> It is so, so weird. Like, I've lived most of my life with most of my Nicolas Cage movies being, like, straight roles for him. And now, every single time I get assigned a Nicolas Cage movie, it's just him screaming. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I don't hate it. Just like I don't hate Mom and Dad. <laughs> oh, man. Can we talk about... I've waited. I've waited almost a full calendar year for you to see the hokey pokey scene. That... like no matter what you feel about the ending i feel completely justified in making you watch it i mean that was that was a good scene the hokey pokey scene and not just in the sense oh yeah it's nicholas cage screaming the hokey pokey as he smashes a pool table god i felt bad for him it's it's the whole build-up just all the care are like you don't even like pool it's just the complete emotional breakdown yeah it's that is a really good scene (laughs) uh here's the other thing i want to talk about selma blair God, she's so talented. She is so fucking good. Everything she... And she is... Look, Aubrey Plaza can act, and she is also not funny. She's kind of like Melissa McCarthy. Selma Blair is like a more talented, much funnier Aubrey Plaza. I am dead serious. I will die on that fucking hill. Because some... That is such a I, Well, true. You will never true. forgive her for Grumpy Cat Christmas. Uh, no, I won't. So cool. No, I won't. <laughs> you will never. She's going to be our first guest, and I'm going to scream at her until she logs off. What a coward. Anyway, Selma Blair... You said it was a mystery science theater. I'll have you know. <laughs> Selma Blair is so funny in this. Okay, so, Alex, remember, like, the scene where it's, like, towards the end, they're like, oh, I need something else this way. I need, like, a twist. And his parents come to visit. And, <laughs> and she's like, oh, so shit, perfect. your parents... Like, I should have seen it coming, and I didn't. It's the motion so that she happy. makes with her mouth, where she's like, Err, like that, that is so fucking funny. 
and like she's a legitimate character in this and so is nick cage nick cage is so much fun to watch in this and there was a bit at the beginning they were making the daughter seem completely unlikable and i was just like uh, i don't know let's see where this is going the other thing about it is i was kind of wary about it i was like i don't really like movies parker knew parker knew about this parker doesn't really i don't like it when i see kids get hurt too much i, I think i kind of don't like that but this movie kind of worked because they made it really funny like when the dad is attacking his son with the uh, down marker on the football field i was like okay that's kind of <laughs> funny it's creative uh yeah. this is a very very dark comedy and a lot of it really really works it's it's a mystery and you don't explain too much of it that's good uh the ending was almost one of the worst endings i've ever seen in my life but if I can just color in the blanks, uh, then I know what happened, and uh, that's all that I need. And the thing is, the movie's only 83 minutes. I mean, you're in and out, which is, it's yeah, it, this is a lot really of fun to watch. I highly recommend Mom and Dad. It's very, very good. Um, last one I saw uh, was Bohemian Rhapsody. My sister took me out to see it, and she was just like, I've been wanting to see this for a while. You know, let's go see it. I'm like, I'm kind of wary. The reviews were not great. The reviews are completely off the wall. This movie's very, very well done. Uh, Rami Malek does a very good job. Unfortunately, he looks like a nerd. Uh, it's funny. Um, it, it's very historically inaccurate in a couple places, like stupidly inaccurate in some places. But I think I, I'm willing to make some of these sacrifices for the movie just because it shows how important Freddie Mercury was to his fans. Like, you're going to hear a whole bunch of... Uh, like celebrities and musical arts and stuff like that and they'll get on stage and make political statements him just being on stage and singing these anthems that was his political statement and he was just able to do it so much more clear and with so much more charisma than anyone else and the movie really really works i i like all the hard work that everyone put into it and my final question parker is brian singer cool is he, uh, is everything, uh... Hey, you know what? I just love doing things. I love making cool guy movies. I love X-Men. Love fucking teenage boys at parties. Um... You know, just... Cool guy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just hanging out, you know. Walking off movie sets, still getting directorial credit and an Oscars push. Definitely fucking kids. Just cool stuff. Cool, cool stuff. It's all fine. Everything's fine. So hope he gets nominated for Best Director. It's so cool that he stormed off the set and someone else finished the movie, and now he's going to get a fucking Oscar nom. He, he won't <laughs> get it for Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Randy Malik might get it for his performance. The biggest problem with him is that, A, even if he looks like Freddie Mercury, and he does for most of his scenes... Randy Malik's a fucking nerd, and he looks like a fucking nerd throughout the entire thing. I really did. The other the thing about movie. it is that his voice, he worked really, really hard on doing the voice. Unfortunately, he did the wrong voice. He d he listened to interviews of Freddie Mercury. I can tell because he's doing Freddie Mercury's voice at the end of his life. So in 1970, when he's at a perfect bill of health and singing loud out, he should not sound like the man has HIV. But that's a voice he uses throughout the entire movie, which is unfortunate. Uh, so the movie is mostly good. Here's my other thing about it, and this is something that's a little rebuttal to my friends. My friends love Freddie Mercury. They don't like Queen, though. I, I'm i sorry, Freddie Mercury was the third most talented member of that band. Brian May was easily the most important part of that band, and Roger Taylor was better than Freddie Mercury was as a singer. I'm sorry, Freddie Mercury's a great singer. I love him. I love Queen, but... 
that band was more than Freddie Mercury. And the movie addresses that and does a great job of it. There's some really, really good writing later on, too. So I give this one a very honest recommendation. This is a good movie. You'll have a good time with it. Alex, what did you watch? Fucking third most. Whatever. Whatever, man. <laughs> okay, I'll fine. I'll, I'll, I'll go with second. I'll go with second. <laughs> what the fuck? Whatever. He's... It's fine. I can't believe you guys want or expect. I'm still going to say Brian, Brian May was the more talented member. Such a segue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's a coward. On to you. We're over an hour. We can say point. Oh my god, because it's not a lot. Okay. All right. Uh, let's talk about speed. Five stars. All right, I'm going home. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I, I attended a writer's workshop a number of years ago where we had to write a short story every single day. And apparently a lot of our short stories weren't up to snuff. And so we were given an exercise where we had to come up with an opening line that would sort of like just really hook someone right off the bat. And this is kind of like it, except for this one. The movie is just give me a good, strong premise. Just your premise has to just grab me right off the bat. The bus can't go under 50 miles an hour in Los Angeles. Right there, I'm in. You put in Keanu Reeves, you had me at the bus. Can't go under 50 miles an hour in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's... Which is funny, because the biggest flaw of this movie is that in Los Angeles, this bus would be Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that's the thing, is like, it, it keeps, like, crash. has to go up on the median, and it has to go in the breakdown lane, it has to, like, crash into all these other cars. When it hit that baby carriage... it's such a good scene like such a quality use of like the the very slight slow-mo there parker likes slow-mo he watched both 300 movies i love slow motion action scenes so much you guys it's i love so much that all of this movie is over like three million dollars like it's not even like a real (laughs) Like they could so easily, yeah. Three, that's fine. Sure, here you go. Just, just we'll pull yeah. the bus over. Here's six. I mean, it's all cool. <laughs> Give me six now. not to do this anymore. I've seen this movie a couple times, but it was always on cable. So when the movie opens with Dennis Hopper stabbing a dude in the throat, I realize like, oh, I might not have seen this entire movie before. Oh yeah. Turns out. It really earns that R rating, which was a very welcome surprise for me. It's it's one of those. Yeah, it's Dennis one of those Hopper. Where it, Dennis Hopper in this movie. He is he is having a great time. Yes, Dennis Hopper. This might this might be my favorite. Dennis Hopper, star of such movies like as Blue Velvet, Easy Rider, and the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's really giving it his all in this. I think my favorite scene from him is when he figures out that he's been watching a one-minute loop on a tape. (laughs) He just goes, no! Like he's fucking Frankenstein's monster from Van Helsing. (laughs) I love Dennis Hopper so much in this movie that I would probably not swap him out for John Malkovich in the sequel. Ooh, high praise. I think I'm on your side here. Yeah. I, he is so fucking good and so fucking evil in this movie. <laughs> All because he's is there a better his line thumb. than pop quiz hotshot. Like, is there a better <laughs> pop insult? quiz hotshot? Is incredible. How has that not been used more in our society? It's it's perfect. Yo, I want to talk about that tourist guy. Was he just the? Was he just the? <laughs> is he that kid from? Uh, 
from Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I I did not look, but it, it has to be, right? right? I, I think it that is him. <laughs> he is insufferable. He's... Why couldn't he have got shot by someone? <laughs> <laughs> he gets to walk away from this. Around. Can we talk about Sam the bus driver's unfortunate hair? Because I couldn't look at anything <laughs> else. Anytime he's on screen, I'm just staring like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> now, show of hands, who forgot Jeff Daniels was in this movie? Oh, my hands up. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> who, forgot, who forgot Jeff Daniels exploded in a house. <laughs> I that looked was... up for a second and she goes... Did he just explode? I looked up like, no, probably not. And then Dennis Hopper picks up the phone and I start laughing so fucking hard. Fucking newsroom just explodes off screen in like the third act of the movie. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things about this is Keanu Reeves, throughout this entire movie, is the one cop doing everything. At some point, when you get him off the bus, send in the bomb squad guy. You don't have to put Keanu Reeves as the guy who goes under the bus. She asked me no less than six times, why isn't he driving yet? <laughs> That's and actually... I never had an answer. I never Shout once could answer. Shout out to Gav Lady being sexist as hell. What's wrong Sandra with her Bullock driving? Sandra is like hiking her foot up to make the turn. And he's just standing there like, yeah, you did great. What <laughs> are you doing? Every time I see Sandra Bullock behind the wheel in this movie, I think of that fucking Ninja Turtles game. <laughs> <laughs> this is spinning the wheel randomly. <laughs> now, it's a powerful recall. There's one thing I noticed very early that went through the whole movie. Metal Gear Why Solid does the music. soundtrack sound like Metal Gear yep, Solid yeah, music? Yeah, I know it. I totally it's know so it. so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. It's the most mid-90s-ass fucking I, thing. I saw that text from you, and I was just like... It's weird how eight seconds into the movie, dun 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 dun. dun. Like it could not have been an accident. It's almost exact. <laughs> it's incredible, really. I, I love it. It's, it's it's unfortunate that the opening sequence, the credit sequence, is the most boring thing I've ever seen. It goes on for so long. <laughs> Just look, we're going down, down, down to the burning ring of fire. I'm like, okay, get along to it, please. Snake eyes. They're in that what elevator do. for like twenty minutes. But it sets up everything. You get quality Dennis Hopper screen time. Yeah. This whole movie happens because he's buttered that Keanu Reeves ruined his super genius plan. <laughs> That's the entire movie. All he wants is his thumb back, dude. <laughs> My favorite thing is that, like, in your mind, if you haven't seen this movie for a while, like, the whole thing takes place on the boss. Mostly. And then you watch it again, and it's like, Oh, we've got 30 minutes in this hostage situation building, and then a subway train hijacking at the end. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The end of the movie is just the fucking what happened 20 minutes earlier, but in a subway instead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, the track's missing. Wait, what? We did this. We did all of this. I think one of my favorite That's moments the of the, the track is missing thing, and it's just Keanu Reeves just going, yeah, we'll just go even faster. <laughs> 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 is it ableist so to cool. say that Dennis Hopper's Happy Gilmore ass fake hand made me very uncomfortable? Because <laughs> it really did. Every time there's a close up of it, it's just ugh. this paper mache ass Charlie's lawyer uncle hand. It's so gross. How do you go through all this trouble twice for three million dollars? <laughs> 
Okay, so maybe it was like a 1994 thing where $3 million is like $3 billion. I don't know inflation, but that's probably how it works, right? It does. Anyway, uh, I one of the things about this movie is we're a 1994 movie. This still looks real good. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That, that, that shot where the bus crashes into a plane for no reason. Dude, that plane explosion. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> that plane explosion was incredible. Right? It's that probably beautiful. cost $3 million. <laughs> yeah. That was the biggest fucking explosion I've seen in such a long time. Because you know it's not CGI. It's like, oh, we're going to blow this fucking plane up. <laughs> oh, 1994 was a simpler time. You could have puppets yeah. in those movies. People appreciate something. Some high art. <laughs> you know, if they made this movie nowadays, they would have had, like, The Rock in it, and he would have had, like, a CGI jump from, like, his car to the bus in the back again. Speaking of jumping onto the bus, so it's, like, towards the beginning of the movie where he's driving the car, trying to tell the bus that there's a bomb on it. It takes him, like, 20 minutes to explain to the guy with the crazy hair. Then he finds a way to jump onto that bus and opens himself, you know, gets inside and everything. And it's like, no. Oh, there's a bomb on the bus and it's going to explode if it goes under 50 miles an hour. And one guy's like, oh yeah, sure. A bomb on the bus. Funny joke. Did you just see what Keanu Reeves did to get on this bus? <laughs> he just fucking leapfrogged in like fucking 60 mile an hour traffic. Do you think? <laughs> very funny. Do you, do you think this is a Tom Green sketch? Bombs on your car. To be fair, this movie would be really on the backwards bus. Like, yeah, we don't bus, believe you. And then they explode. <laughs> go backwards fast as you can <laughs> oh my god all you think about it is what if the bus went in reverse 50 miles an hour <laughs> and it was like big rigs over the road race oh my god <laughs> that should have been the sequel like knowing this movie's two hours long is like all right well we're 35 minutes in obviously the bus isn't gonna explode still being tense like oh fuck oh fuck they're not gonna make it guys yep yes. one of my favorite things is like the movie just keeps like Okay, so you have the premise, right? The bus can't go under 50 miles an hour in Los Angeles. What do we do here? And you put it in the writer's room, and people are just piping up with ideas, and I love it. This is one of those things where you could put it in front of us three, and we'd still be able to come up with good ideas. The idea that you go to, like, the airport and do it over there because there's no closed airfield, and, like, uh, you know, you can't have people removed from the bus, or it's like, oh, you have to go up on median over here. Oh, what if they have to turn? You know, they have all these ideas they're just throwing out there. The movie finds a way to keep you engaged. So this is two hours two hours long for it's, an action movie and it's it works. so breezy once you get past that opening in the elevator like it just flies by it's so good like considering every other movie this director directed was absolute dog shit <laughs> it's kind of incredible <laughs> that this is so good like the, this is his debut and it is twister speed 2 the haunting and then tomb raider 2 and that's it i'm sorry he did minority report so he didn't direct it though. It's not. Oh, did he not? <laughs> Wait, he didn't. Wasn't did I that, read this wrong? Wasn't that Spielberg? Oh yeah. Am I, am I losing my mind? Oh yeah. No, you're right. Sure. Yeah. He did, however, produce it. Wow. So it's not the well, same thing, but <laughs> that is accurate. He also produced Equilibrium. So <laughs> that's future episode. What's the difference between Equilibrium and that fucking uh, Wrinkle in Time? It's called Guncotta, Chris. Maybe you've heard of it. I haven't. <laughs> oh, they shouldn't have admitted that, buddy. Oh, we did it. Wait till we get to the game of games. Just, let me just open this text file here. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Now, is there a better 
killing off of the main villain in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> this one's real good. <laughs> like the the be- the you're line there, too. <laughs> the whole movie, you're like, there's no way you can possibly predict that's how the movie's gonna end. Even when they get to the subway, there's no way you can predict. Like, <laughs> first of all, the fact that Dennis Hopper sneaks up on him on top of the train car. Yeah, but that's great. <laughs> that's real great. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Not only the fact that his head collides with that sign, but it flies clean <laughs> off his body. <laughs> Fucking I love- whoever wrote this is my hero. I really like the fact that Keanu Reeves after said two great lines. Yeah, but I'm taller. First of all, Chad's always win. Second of all, <laughs> he lost his head. Thank you so much. <laughs> It's so fucking good. They had their cake and ate it too. It's so good. <laughs> I was not expecting... Like, I was expecting to have a great time with it, but I was not expecting how much I would genuinely enjoy. Like, oh, fuck, this is a great movie. It, no, this yep. is a, this is a classic. This is an actual... I mean, 1994. What a year for movies. You know? <sighs> what a... I have to, like, what name them? movies came out then? <laughs> Leon the Professional... <laughs> Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Uh-huh. Collar Tuck. Forrest Gump. Uh, The Lion King. Uh, All right, you've named two. Tried. I'm not. I'm not taking the. Beat. <laughs> I tried really hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, one of the Trois-Couleur movies. Nineteen. Whatever. <laughs> I tried real hard with Leon the Professional. Come on, it's a good movie. Uh, maybe not after the Me Too movement. Or just yeah. like watching it with your eyes. So Sandra Bullock like, oh, in this movie fuck that kid. is. Uh, <laughs> She's real good. I, I I'll say what I said <laughs> off mic is that like I I think she does a really good job in this movie. She's really sensible. Uh, she's funny. She's she's good. And then getting online and being like, wow, you know, everyone did a really good job. And all the online comments are like, yes, Sandra Bullock's legs. Thank you, humanity, for inventing the internet. <laughs> Al Gore. Thank you. <laughs> this is like a weird thing to say considering the career she's had. But like, I kind of can't believe she wasn't a bigger star. Yeah, that's actually a fair point. Like, she is absolutely, like, at worst, an A-minus lister, and I still feel like she should have had a better career than she's had. I think I'm on your side with that one, you know? I Maybe, who knows, maybe Speed 2 really knocked her down, but, uh, I... I that hurt. I have, to... have you seen Speed 2, Chris? No, not yet. <laughs> not, he just knows. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. Listen, I, the only comment I have on Speed 2 for the moment, because I'm sure it's going to come up in a future episode, is, uh... Cruise Control might be the best, like, sequel name. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's like, up there. <laughs> Cruise Control is incredible titling. I feel like they came up with the title and built the movie around it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like with that title, there's nowhere to go but down. And, oh my god, does that say Willem Dafoe? <laughs> <laughs> yup. Yeah, Let's just pencil that in for the near to immediate future. Oh, Jesus. That's a part. I have to admit, I kind of like the ending where, um... It's, uh, it's, what's that guy's name? Jack and, uh, Annie just lying on the ground and she just will not get up. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I think my, 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 one of my favorite things here is, uh, Jack saying, by the way, a relationship's built on, uh, high intensity things don't usually last. And she says, well, I guess we'll just have to base it off sex. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, I just, I thought that line was kind of cute. It was just like, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. It's the most 90s. It is. It's a very 90s thing. <laughs> There's no way that was fly The 90s were good. <laughs> the 90s were real yeah, good. Yeah, like I said, 1994, Forrest Gump. <laughs> the 80s and 70s no, were dog no. shit. The 90s are incredible. 
Chris, you forget what our last segment of this podcast is. You want to keep trying no. this? <laughs> Parker. People don't forget, buddy. I think he does. Uh, okay. Is there anything else we have to say about speed? It's hard to like just go segment by segment because an hour and a half of the movie is them on a bus going like, all right, we have to go over this jump. <laughs> now we have to do this. Now hey, we have to make time- this exit. <laughs> Every time I watch this movie, I forget that Toby from uh, um, the West Wing is the fucking train driver. He gets shot by, <laughs> gets shot by Dennis Hopper. All I know is, after they hit the fucking baby carriage, for the rest of the movie, which lead over each other and go, Cans! It was Cans! His delivery is so fucking good. <laughs> Keanu Reeves... I'm willing to go on that. Like, he has to be the best action star of, like, the last two decades, right? Uh, Tom Cruise. I mean, speed and point break, though? I think I'm still going with Tom Cruise. I mean, Mission Impossible ones kind of push him over. That's a fight I'm willing to have. Look, I... I Those are two careers I'm willing to put side by side and watch a whole lot of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to weigh in, but let's just... I'll, I'll just say this. Keanu Reeves is a very, very good actor, and he's been very underappreciated for a very long time. Like, he's put out so much, like, all-time good shit and just gets no recognition for it. When people like to make fun of him, they're just like, oh, you really got Bill and Ted to be in The Matrix? I'm, look, okay, everyone makes a bad movie every once in a while. I'm sorry. The, everyone makes a mistake like The Matrix. However, he's had other really good career choices. I won't be yeah, baited. Not, not. <laughs> I got you, buddy. Thank you. Just, I, I'm gonna since I know Parker's gonna do it. Just, you can, you don't have to watch Constantine again. You Thank you. Thank you for saving me from myself. <laughs> I, I know, I know you. I know you're gonna. You're gonna see I'm gonna it. be oh, flipping through. Be it's bad. gonna be on my Netflix. Like, hey, people also watch. I'm gonna be like, I know I shouldn't. And then I'm gonna and do let's it. Let's not forget about Johnny like, Mnemonic. I want to see it again. Same. To Welcome to again. heaven. So <laughs> I'm, hi, I'm Jabo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking James the Edward Hayden Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, one last thing before we move on to the game of games is I forgot something else that I watched this week, and it's something I've been watching for a while. Gotta talk about Yu-Gi-Oh!, Oh, fuck yes. That's a pivotal <laughs> right there. Yugi defeated Para and Docs. <laughs> I was real worried about it. I have to admit, the, the show's kind of like getting into a groove that I can't dance to. It's uh, They're just battling over and over again. And Yugi, at one point, became catatonic because I've learned his name is Yami Yugi. Almost killed Seto Kaiba. <sighs> And the, is that the one where he stands on the cliff? It's like if he attacked me, I'm just gonna kill myself. Yeah, and uh, he said it's so not worth cool. it. And then they resolve that somehow. And, uh, he, and Yami Yugi says, he's "I'm just, sorry, I won't do it again." And that's all it takes. He just threatens to kill himself if he loses a card. Game. Well, he has to save his brother from the shadow realm. <sighs> oh yes, of course. So there's a scene. There's a scene at some point. It's a flashback, um, where it's when I uh, was it. Taya was working at a restaurant and Johnny and Yuki go in and they realize, oh, she wants to be a dancer. And Yuki's like, oh, I know a great place to be a dancer. I'm about to come to this old abandoned warehouse on the bad side of town. And, uh, <laughs> oh, <fuck yeah. laughs> 
And <laughs> I love Yu-Gi-Oh so much. And Tao's like, great idea. She shows up and a bugger attacks her. And I'm like, wait, is Yugi in with a bob? And uh, <laughs> Yugi shows it's up out of nowhere. He's like, hey, leave her alone. That's not very nice. And the robber's like, fuck off, kid. And y- <laughs> Yugi becomes Yami Yugi. And this is where I realized, and it's never really made clear before this part. And it's only made semi-clear here that the viewer can see Yami Yugi is different from Yugi, but everyone else sees and hears him exactly the same. The only difference they can detect is he's slightly more confident. And he challenges the robber to, uh, like, a mini-game of, Yugi, of, of Yu-Gi-Oh. You just grab, like, the first... Sorry, it's called Dual Monsters. Just everyone draws a first card of their deck, and whoever has a better card wins. And robber agrees to it. He's got Taya at gunpoint. Fucking play Indian poker yeah. in a warehouse. <laughs> and he's got he's got Taya at gunpoint, and he agrees to it and loses because it's Yami Yugi. He's got the ancient Egyptian heart of the cards, and the robber's like, "I don't care. I'm still going to kill her." And <laughs> Yami Yugi uses uh, mind crush and obliterates the man's soul. That's so cool. Taya goes on to study ballet. <laughs> All's well that ends well. See, when I said that I want them to, like, stop battling (laughs) dual monsters and do something else, I did not know that Yu-Gi-Oh! Sorry, that Yami Yugi had the power to obliterate a person's mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick of this card game. Oh, he just banished his soul to eternal hellfire. So, Taya is just like, wow, thank you. That was a really tight spot. (laughs) So, Chris, I don't know if you're familiar with this or not, but, uh... In the Japanese version, I, Shadow Realm doesn't actually exist. Yeah. People just yeah. die. <laughs> so, one of my favorite things I've ever learned is that there was this like a season zero that has nothing to do with dual monsters. It's just him challenging people to games where he like sets them on fire. Yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> Japan so, is so cool. So my buddy at work, Dave Bentley, showed me a scene that's basically that scene but a little bit different. Um, it's some robber has uh, Taya and he's got her. I guess maybe blindfolded or something and. I don't know, I think there's a gun or something, and uh, basically, Yugi tricks him to lighting himself on fire. It's so fucking cool. It's very, very hard for me to look at. It's like an entire season. It's like, oh, we're going to play this game. It involves knives. (laughs) (laughs) It's so awesome. Japan is so fucking cool, you guys. Anyway, Alex, tell us about the game of games. some more. (laughs) <laughs> oh, fuck. oh no! Let me let me strap in. Three thirty in the fucking. <laughs> Welcome to the game. Of I'd games. like to use a lifeline. <laughs> no. <laughs> sure, buddy. What you got? For well, me? this is Parker. Parker. Fuck. We need to take Fuck. things seriously here. This oh, is no. the unfunny lifeline. There's nothing funny oh. about this one, especially not for you. Because what oh. you want a joke? You wanted it to be funny, like Swano the Gay Indian? No, that's not funny. That's <laughs> offensive. No. Oh, you're laughing? Fuck you. Four <laughs> hours of content for Parker. I don't understand. <laughs> it's not very funny, is it? <laughs> Much like the Happy Time Murders, I'm not laughing. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have messed with the Zohan. <laughs> See, Chris just didn't understand. We were telling him not to mess with the Yeah. Zohan. 
Oh. Do not mess with the IDF. So, so guys, just a, a quick content bank update after that lifeline was used. Uh, we got nice round numbers this week. Uh, 11 hours for Chris, 8 hours for Parker. Ooh. Starting to whittle this down a little bit. But, uh... Uh, also, both of you fucked up your puzzle boxes because you're useless and stupid. Um, <laughs> it's probably for the best. Well, my cats <laughs> overcame my horses. <laughs> Caw, and also whatever noise horses make. And bears. <laughs> the like cats said, of the barnyard. <laughs> the cats of the barnyard. <laughs> anyway. Uh, before we get started, um, as as you listening at home know, there was another week that was missed, and other than the puzzle box, nothing was introduced. But I didn't forget. Oh, cool. I uh, I took some inspiration from a from a Hearthstone card, but not to spare you the details. But basically, what it is is uh, when you slam it down, it just plays fucking random spells until it destroys itself. Oh, no. <laughs> No. So, so how this is going to work no. is uh, uh, it's going to play some random lifelines that I'm about to random.org with no previous insight. And you guys are going to just get hit with whatever comes out. So, what the uh, fuck? That's fine. I'm only going to do it like twice for each of you. Unless they're like not that bad and I don't go a third time. Oh, good. Great. Okay. I, I, like, I, I, I was looking earlier, and I'm like, why did I keep this list of all the lifelines? And then I remembered that I wanted to do this in, like, week two. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank God for planning. All right, So Parker. glad you remembered. Oh, good. <laughs> Parker, well, you leave first. Let's see, random.org. Let's see what the chart says. Oh. <laughs> Great. You got another loaf. <laughs> no! <laughs> the Jaguars times two. You motherfucker. Show me. Screen share me. I don't week. believe you. I do not believe you. <laughs> Fucking damn. Yeah. Yeah, you want to see it, buddy? <laughs> I don't know how to show you. Yeah, weird. Guess we'll just oh, never know. Spitzling that times two in Sharpie, I guess. <laughs> Oh, we draw Chris's card. Oh, wow, it says right. he got 24 Dragon Balls. Oh, weird. <laughs> Fucking fuck you. All right, all right. Let's see. Random.org again. For Chris this time. Oh, that's the Daily Double. Uh-oh. Now, I, I don't think... Uh, actually, let me see what I got on this list. Because since you haven't been assigned anything, like it's not like I can do that. But maybe I can work off something that you worked last week, that you watched last week. Okay. Well, this is a bit of a stretch, but I think we're good with stretches here, right? So I'm really glad we got to talk about this Keanu Reeves movie that everyone enjoyed. You're going to watch another Keanu Reeves movie that everyone enjoyed called Point Break. Yeah. The remake from last year. <laughs> Can't wait for you to find out how. <sighs> there were a lot of loopholes that went into that. It wasn't that much of a stretch. Nah, I would have frozen. You, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I guess I'll draw another one. All right. All right. One more for Parker. Fucking Jaguars times two. Every goddamn. <laughs> Jaguars times two. <laughs> no, I drew the loaf card again. <laughs> times three. <laughs> loaf again. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't worry. That would be really funny. It would. Oh, it's our good friend Squano, the gay Indian. He's <laughs> back. Another holiday offering. Oh. This time of my choice. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, I actually have one for this. Oh, oh good. 
Parker, you know how uh, you know how you regularly insist that Kurt Russell's never made a bad movie. I don't want to watch the Christmas movie. I do. God. I do. Can I watch it? <laughs> Damn it. Well, he just put out a new Christmas special on Netflix. God damn it. Uh, has a name that I'm going to look up. It's, a, it's the Christmas Chronicles. Kurt Christmas special. I just wrote down yeah, Christmas uh, Kurt Russell thing, so I feel it's it. It's the Christmas Chronicles. Okay, you can give him something worse than this. Give him the Christmas tree. <laughs> Didn't I watch that one? Uh, it's all a blur. No, no, no. You watched Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I sure did. <laughs> all, right. all right, one more for Chris. You're ready, yeah. buddy? All right. Oh, this is Russian roulette. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> All right. All right, Chris. Pick a number, one through six. <sighs> Two. All right. You're good, Parker. Oh, what Anything the fuck? but two. Five. <laughs> God fucking damn it! <laughs> I'm so sick of this. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. Do you? Uh, <laughs> no, you, you should. Uh, you sh- you really should have valued gun safety more than that, Parker. <laughs> Much like my good friend Paul Blart. <laughs> just. What am I gonna fucking say about Paul Blart? <laughs> what am I gonna do with this? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to bring to the table with that? Well, well, uh, yeah, he's on a Segway. He's real fucking fat. It was 90 minutes. <laughs> it's probably really good, Parker. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's like Freddy Got Fingered. It's actually really funny. We just didn't know it till right now. <laughs> Look, if if I could try to save this for Parker. Parker, remember how I said we should be a little bit nicer? I don't and, you're, you. and you're sick and tired of watching movies that you're not interested in. You want to watch something you want to see? This is a trick. No. Um... Uh, Alex, I would like to officially assign Parker Beyond the Black Rainbow by uh, that guy who did the Mandy. Or Mandy. Okay. Beyond the Black Rainbow. <laughs> the guy that did the I Mandy. I keep saying nice. the Mandy. <laughs> Alright. Listen to you like candy, dude. <laughs> Something wrong with me. Alright. I wonder if it's a tumor. Okay. <laughs> Alright. It has been assigned. You get to watch something you enjoy after Paul Blart. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe enjoy. I don't know. Um. All right. Well, that, that's that's all of the uh, the the bi-week cranks that you guys are gonna have to well, take. So we cool. can proceed to normal if lifelines are. To I would be like used to make a wish. I would yet. like to make my wish. Oh, that's right. You got a wish, buddy. I wish oh. I may. I wish <laughs> I might. Parker will suffer somewhat tonight. Um, my wish to you, <laughs> Shenron, is that Parker watches one episode of the TV show Dallas every single day for the first two seasons. No. I was going to say just the first season, but it's like four episodes long. That's not fair. This is similar to his wish for me to watch the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh!, but he never put a specification on how I watch it. I'm watching it as much as possible while I play Spyro the Dragon so I can knock it out before the Super Bowl gets here. For this one, uh, he is only allowed to watch one episode Per day. Now, Parker, have you already seen Dallas? The new one or the old the one? The old one. I mean, my mom used to watch it all the time, so I've seen have you. chunks of it. Oh, I'm going to not count that. Okay, because if you hadn't, I was going to give you hee haw. Anyway, uh. Oh, God. And for this. Yeah, I just wouldn't watch it. Like, come fucking make me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not watching hee haw. Fuck you. Anyway, this wish. I call this wish. The Dallas Clyers Club. 
That sure sounds within my powers, buddy. Can I use my wish to not do that? <laughs> it's it's and it has to be the Man. old one, yeah. The Who Shot JR thing. I don't want to fucking watch Dallas. <laughs> one episode a day. It's only an hour out of your day. How many episodes? Uh I think it's like twenty seven. Let's see. It's 27 fucking hours! Oh, well, okay, hold on. That's... No, 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 no. No. <laughs> Wait, no. I'm, not, I'm telling you right now I'm not fucking doing that. I'll save I you some time. We were talking 27 hours of content. Wait. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and save you the fucking surprise. <laughs> oh, never mind. It's 29. That makes it okay. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to say you can stop after 10. Okay. Jesus. I think do that's they, fair. Do they I mean, have to be in order? Can I just jump oh, wait, aligns with you, Gal? <laughs> if that's the case, yeah, we'll give him t- the first ten episodes. So it's the first, I think it's like four or five of season one, and I guess the first five of season two. How did this go on for 14 seasons? It's the 70s are a fucking nightmare. It's what I was trying to tell you earlier. She's <laughs> just an awful shit-ass decade. Chris, I'm not trying to, you know, influence the game of games at all when I say this. Season one of the remake is only ten episodes. There we go. Now we're talking. Uh, Alright, fine. The remake. No I, I, I guess the remake's a little bit funnier. <laughs> we do love remakes Yeah, here, that's true. You'll find out with Point Break. <laughs> yeah. Well. Speaking of wishes. Yeah. The calendar has told past December 1st. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again right. for uh, giving me extra work to do during the busiest time of year. Super appreciate it. It's all right. I'm going to... This isn't going to be too bad. It's just going to be a little interest payment you got to make. Just uh, another... Uh, buddy, another I'm hour. making interest payments like you can't fucking yeah. believe. Yeah, just another uh, another hour to your content bank. Which, not that bad. You guys are both now at a solid nine hours after the assignment that was made and the lifelines were used. And everything's all squared up and even and... Surely you guys will be nice to each other after that. Yeah. Remember, I gave you a good movie. You probably should have held on to that wish for a while. (laughs) I would like to use a lifeline. (laughs) Yeah? I would like to use my time wizard card. (laughs) Oh, the time wizard! You see, Chris, for the next three minutes, your opponent cannot retaliate with cards, lifelines, or content bank assignments. Oh, no. Buddy! Nine hours, you say. (laughs) Okay, tell me when the clock (laughs) starts here. I am starting the clock in five, four, three, two. Star Wars is really good. It's actually one of the best sci-fi series ever made. So, Collateral Beauty is a movie I want you to experience from Collateral Beauty. Okay. And how about since you know what you're right, Tom Cruise is the best of this decade and the last. So, how about the Mummy? (laughs) <laughs> the mummy okay hold on one hour 40 minutes and the mummy is hey, you can keep going Let's if you see. want we can go and throw a hardcore henry in there uh, hardcore sure. henry. he'll really like that okay <laughs> what does that what does that put us at here hold on. uh um, hardcore henry okay <laughs> <laughs> How are we looking um, time-wise? Forty. Uh, okay, that's five twenty out of the pool. So that gets the pool down to what? Three hours forty minutes? Yeah, three hours forty minutes remaining. 
Chris, pick a number between one and six. Eight. I'm gonna ask you one more time before two, I pick four. <laughs> All right, Chris is watching the Marine Two. Uh, the Marine <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What All right, that I... is another hour forty. So that puts us at seven hours expended. You have two hours left. Oh, two hours left. Two hours left. Jeez. And you have oh, a little over a minute on the clock. Hmm. Uh, will Den of Thieves fit into that time? I think my good uh, friend Chris would enjoy Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. It's like 220. Hey, Chris, let's be nicer to each other. I'm so sick and tired of watching these movies I don't like. And then you did this. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so that's your whole content bank gone. Boy, that's a shame. I would like to use another lifeline. Yeah? I would like to use my blue shell. Or if my opponent has less time in the pool than me, their time pool becomes equal. Oh, by the way, at the end of the three minutes, it's revealed that your opponent also has to watch In Time with Justin Timberlake. Yeah, it's written there. <laughs> Thanks again. The one that's based off uh, Repent Harlequin said the TikTok, man. Fantastic. <laughs> that's a pause. Has it been three minutes yet? Yes. Okay, yeah, I'd can... like to make Parker watch uh, A Wrinkle in Time. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> okay. And uh All right. since we've since uh decided to forego being nice to each other. <laughs> I had like actual good movies picked out and then you fucking made that wish. What? Suck back to <laughs> I was so excited to talk about the Duke with you next week, but here we are <laughs> What's... making these mistakes. It's, it was worth it just for the joke, the Dallas Clawyers Club. Yeah, I know that's the whole reason you did it. Doesn't make me feel better. Parker. Oh, trust me, it wasn't the only reason he did it. I added that after okay. the fact. Yeah, actually, I was originally the Dallas Clawyers Club, but still. Uh, anyway, um, Parker, do, do we have officially assigned Freddy Got Finger? Because I'd like to put that on there for him. All right, sure. Because that's that, that will be one of the good movies. This is a treat for you. I'm not kidding. I love truth. However, you're not going to love Biodome with Polly Shore. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I fucking I'm love so tired Biodome. of watching shitty comedies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, okay. how many hours does my good buddy have? He has four hours left. And I, need I remind you, you both have three sets of cards. <laughs> I'm not even going to use the cards. I whatever. <laughs> I can I cannot take the squeakle right now. I physically cannot do it. <laughs> I promise you, the cards will not be the squeakle. Why do I have seven movies to watch? It, it'll be Road Chip, and I'll fucking kill myself. <laughs> or Chipwreck. <laughs> whatever. Chipwreck. <laughs> Who amongst us knows what it could be? Chipped beef. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking angry. Now that you've crossed the polished shore threshold, like, <laughs> this is this has turned into something awful. Polished shore. I don't know if you should watch Biodome before. I think you should maybe before Freddy Got Finger because I think that it's like maybe part of him is doing an impression of Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin in that movie. 
Oh my god, I forgot it's fucking Stephen. <laughs> Tenacious D is in it for a few seconds. <laughs> you got that to look forward to. You oh beast. Parker, what's the worst part of being a Baldwin brother? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing! <laughs> <laughs> Something deeply wrong with all of us. I hate so much. All right, guys. So the game of games. <laughs> I don't even. I don't care anymore. <laughs> just, just, just give me six teams. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, let's go. Come on, make it quick. I was gonna assign you so many nice things. I was going to do the same for you. And then it happened like it always does. <laughs> Fucking Biodome. How, how dare you? Oh, excuse me. Collateral Beauty, Point Break Remake, The Mummy, Hardcore Hunter, The Marine 2, Dead of Thieves, In Time. Dude, The Collateral Beauty has a has a twist ending coming your oh, way good. you're not ready good. for. Good, good. That, that movie is... You'll have something to talk about, I promise. Good. Buddy. <laughs> okay, so I'll go first. Breakable Bones for 400. Breakable Bones, 400. I forgot about the Marine 2 already. <laughs> that was a panic move. I didn't have that many bad movies written down. Well, the, the good news is you get a team that's favored by three and a half points on the road. The bad news is that team is the New York Giants. <laughs> who are at the Redskins. Starting Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Game of the week. God damn it. That's not fair. <laughs> how, how many hours does Parker have left? Oh, let's see what I can do to this. Uh, you have four hours to assign him. He has nine hours to assign you. <laughs> Go ahead. Retaliate. You really are the Seto Kaiba of this. Anyway. I've literally had that blue shell since week one. Just FYI. <laughs> Which, yes. By the way, that was a very, very good strategic move. I respect it. Heroic restraint. Yeah, that's incredible on your part. <laughs> I would have forgotten about it, but now, oh, I want to, I'd like to use the weed rat. Oh, yeah, you're good. All right, let's see what the weed rat's got for you. Please make it something good. Make it a gun. (laughs) Please bring him Encino, man. That's only fair. (laughs) As if I bring him Encino, man, over jury duty. (laughs) All right, weed rat brought back some weed. All right. It's a formality. (laughs) (laughs) The weed rat did some dumpster diving. Oh, no. He brought you back a lifeline that has been used before that I'm going to send you. Oh, no. All right, let me look at this. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, if it's not Game Mirror. In fact, I'm just going to random it from this list. Okay, that's probably a good idea. Oh, yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Game Mirror. It's a wacky idea where you pick one at random. Oh, you got the Jaguars again. Oh, Oh my god. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I love this game because if someone has like an ounce of happiness, you know nothing good is going. (laughs) Parker, do you remember the Sphinx? No. (laughs) So, Alex, do you remember the Sphinx? Of course oh, I do. God. The Sphinx is, uh, is you have to come up with a riddle for your opponent and send me the answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. One has two hands a face and is the one millionth Twitter follower <laughs> of the New England Patriots. 
<laughs> Hang on, I'm, I'm finding my joke. Fuck. Oh, wait, oh. Right, well, in the meantime, Parker, would you like to select a space? Uh, I'll take Hot Dads for 500. Hot Dads for 500. If you say. <laughs> Fucking Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Steelers times three. They are 11-point favorites at the Oakland Raiders. I felt worse about picks. Yeah. That's fine. Surely they won't attempt to blow a game for the... They uh, never play down to their competition. They always play so well on the road. You should be fine. Parker, oh. Parker, question for you. Shit. <laughs> what is a sheep's favorite Christmas song? I guess you don't know. Okay. The answer is Fleece Navidad. <laughs> Alright, 90 minutes in the pool. It was 90? What the fuck? That's so much. That's another fucking Paul Blart because you said Fleece Navidad. Oh, you mean like Paul Blart too? Yeah, I know. I know it exists. I know the only way to wrangle all these cat teams is with an effective zookeeper. I'm not a fool. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Roar. Maybe you can speak better to your cat teams after watching Dr. Doolittle 4. <laughs> oh, <God>. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> Actually, uh, do not trade those cards now, in, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, I'm not going to trade the cards. I'm going to sign you something else. Wait, how many movies do you have assigned uh. to you right now? Uh, not as many as well, you, we have so to be don't even. feel bad. All right. Uh, well, everyone likes Bill Cosby, so you're going to watch... Uh... No! Fuck! No! <laughs> yeah. No! Yeah. You're, no! You're watching... It's a, you like horror movies, right? You're going to watch Ghost Dad. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Fat Albert. I can live with that. <laughs> even I wouldn't do that. I was going to do Lettered Part you 6, but that. it's like it's kind of funny if we never watch that. All right, so the Sphinx basically brought Ghost Dad. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Almighty Sphinx, Master of Riddles. <laughs> <laughs> That's for a riddle, and you just made a fucking pun about... <laughs> <laughs> I went on to, like, ChristmasJokes.com to find that. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Well, the good news is each of you only has three more spaces to select this space. Oh, fuck. That was only one. Oh, God. I just got heartburn. <laughs> All right. I'd like to use my Dragon Ball radar. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah. I hate John Outlay for one. I will take it. All right. Oh, you got a choice. Oh, I love to spin the choice. All right. <laughs> this is... You have a choice of the AFC East home teams. You can either have the Bills times three hosting the Jets, or the Dolphins times three hosting the Patriots. Jesus oh, Christ. That, is... that smells like the Bills right there. The Bills <laughs> times three. I have to admit. Willingly choosing the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> All right, you got one Dragon Ball there. Okay, Parker, you're up. I too would like to use my radar. All right, famous anuses for 400. I would have gotten there eventually. Yeah, yeah I know you would have. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's so cool. All right, what do we got here? Hardcore Henry. 
Hardcore Yes. That movie's probably really good. All right, that that is the Broncos and the Packers. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure Joe Philbin will rally the troops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, do I get one more? You get two more. Yeah, that was only two, buddy. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not free of this yet. Chris is gay for 300 Versus gay, 300. Alright. You got the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. I don't know how I end up with those teams together. (laughs) 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 I really don't know what goes into my brain for some of these teams. It's like half of the Sterling Moore teams. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a good space. (laughs) That's a lot of teams. I'd prefer if you didn't. I mean, you already know I'm going Famous Anus is 500. Famous Anus is 500. Ooh, that is the last Dragon Ball on the board this Damn. week, That's which is also your seventh. I'll hold on to that for a while. <laughs> Let me do some thinking this week, buddy. <laughs> now, you also get a choice, similar to Chris's choice. Oh. This is just, you just got to pick the winner of one game. That's That sounds right. easy. The Arizona Cardinals Fuck off. hosting the Super Bowl champion Detroit Lions. <laughs> well, it's gotta be my boys. It's gotta be the Lions. The Lions times two. We're gonna restore that shit. <laughs> this is the week where they don't let me down, guys. <laughs> I'm so excited for the Cardinals to be like perfect against the NFC North and like winless against everyone else. <laughs> Powerful four and twelve season. Take uh, I hate John Elway for three hundred. I hate John Elway three hundred. The Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, good, thank God. <laughs> okay. Well, breakable bones for three hundred. Oh, I'm so glad this got hit. Great. <laughs> Trivia. Please. Weird how that always works. <laughs> so cool. So this is the Mark Sanchez space. <laughs> Fuck off. Alright, no, listen, this one has a catch, okay? okay? Go! Okay. There's a catch. No, the catch is the catch is good. Okay. So right now you have the Redskins times three. Oh. However, if any Redskin but Mark Sanchez takes a snap at quarterback this week. Chris instead gets the Redskins times three. Man. What the hell? The Josh Johnson era is upon us. <laughs> Josh Johnson fun ball. Here we go. Oh my god. <laughs> if they call and a fake field goal, I'm counting it. I am I was just about to say, if you get like a special team's trick play or something where someone else throws the ball, it counts. God yes. Oh, that's gonna be Jordan Reed. They're gonna run one Wildcat play and I'm just gonna fucking call you really? and laugh. <laughs> My end game here is to make you guys intently watch the Giants Redskins game. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be game of the year. It's be gonna real. be real good. We'll look, get double clown ball this week, by the way. Oh, gosh. Look, I told Chris, I'm not a religious person, <laughs> but if there's a god, he does not want Colt McCoy to play football. That much is very yeah. clear to me. He needs... You realize... It, oh, my god. Else. Holy shit. We have Giants, Redskins at one, and then Eagles, Cowboys at four. Jesus. <laughs> what a powerful what a day this is going to be. Powerful, hey, powerful uh, Sunday. 
I have a question. Can't wait here. to watch Biodome in the background. Uh-oh. I have a question. Okay, go ahead. I, don't, I have assigned I Parker some movies, using the term movies Correct. loosely. Would I be able to trade out one of those movies? That's not gonna. Whatever. I would like to remove um, Biodome. Beyond the Black no, Rainbow. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. no. All right, you're removing Biodome. Yeah, I'd like to remove Biodome. I've... All right. The only conditional. The only conditional here is it's got to be similar in time because I don't want to. Okay, do math. Biodome was I think about ninety. Um, uh, roughly. Yeah. Uh, can I just get back to you on that, uh, Parker? Go ahead. What? It, oh, here he picked. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, give me a second. I don't want to think about uh, what I want to sign here. In the meantime, is there anything Parker wants to do? Fire up that mining rig? <laughs> you know what? Let's go and let's see how the old smooth brain's doing. Let's fire it up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mining rig. All right, number one through ten. That's a little too easy for him. Lucky number seven, baby. You're good. It's a five. Of a plus. Thirty <laughs> minutes. All right. Alright. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. What's the length? Okay. Uh, this is uh, close enough. How much of a stretch is it? Well, this is 106 minutes. Great. You can have it. Because I, I gave Parker an extra 20 minutes uh, okay. on his last right, one. So. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Parker, Biodome was too far even for me. It would be weird if you watched it back to back with Freddy Got Fingered. So instead, you like anime, right? Oh. oh my god. Are you giving him the Ghost in the Shell remake? No, no. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm actually giving him my favorite anime of all time. You're gonna watch Your Name. He's gonna hate it so much. No, he... <laughs> I don't think he will. I think he's going to love it. It's an anime romance movie with subtitles. He's gonna fucking hate it. Oh, it's a book? No, you tricked me. No, there's a, I think there's a dub available somewhere. I haven't watched it, but I know there's a dub available somewhere. I can check so again. I mean, I can brush up on it in time for the J.J. Abrams live-action version. I, You know what? I did this to be nice People to don't you. forget. I, I... People... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good, she's been trying to get me to watch that for like six uh, months. <laughs> you know what? I just... D- tell her I'm doing my best here, okay? Because I'm trying my best. <laughs> I'll tell her that when we put on Paul Blart Malkoff. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy? Except for Dallas. No, uh, yeah, I just checked. Uh, there's a dual audio version on Soico, so you can go ahead and download the English version if you want. I haven't seen the English version, but I'm sure it's really good. We'll see. I'm sure it's good. I meant to watch it, and then October happened, and I watched nothing but trash for Wait, wait, days. oh, hold up. Maybe you should watch the Japanese version, because I'm looking at the dual audio version, and it says... Um, my main sub is this with that it's on honorifics American something I don't know oh jeez oh Jesus maybe just watch the Japanese version of it it looks like they did some work on the dub or something I don't know apparently one of the characters has a southern accent or something that'd be gross alright now we're talking (laughs) dang old now it's my kind of movie (laughs) I can't understand this fucking anime girl talking like boom power (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yo okay <laughs> how many movies did i give you you gave me seven i think well it's seven right. total you gave me you gave me six if you if you count <laughs> in time among those 
<laughs> Point Break remake, Collateral Beauty, The Mummy, Hardcore Henry, The Marine 2, Den of Thieves, and In Time. And All right, so the I'm, first I'm gonna give you a horror. I'm gonna give you a horror movie, but it's your pick. Would you rather watch Ganjam Haunted Asylum or The Babadook? I've never seen The Babadook. Oh, I might are, as well just do that. Those are both What's wrong with me. Those okay, because they're both real good. But I don't know if you wanted to lean some uh, Korean flavoring or not. <laughs> here's here's one for you, the Babadookie. We can end the podcast. Got right him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's your one nice thing that you've done for me. I was so nice. I assigned a, a TV show from your hometown. Do you have any idea how much restraint I use? <laughs> I've had that fucking James Franco Mad Max ripoff just on this note for like six months Wait, now. What? Oh, buddy. James Franco Mad Max. It's called Future World. Just fucking look at that cover. Oh, no. no. I have held back as hard as my body could possibly let me this oh oh my god like the mummy is horrendous but the russell crowe scene alone will give you much to talk about (laughs) there is a lot of we're gonna have some good discussions next week i promise you future world looks fucking terrible yeah it does i mean if you really want if you want to get really fun with it since they're both long you can swap out den of thieves for the night comes for us because they're both like two hours I just want you to watch one of those and talk to me about them because they're so fucking There's good. There's someone in Future World called Lee Cock. <laughs> yeah, there is. That's His enforcer, Cliff Method Man Smith. Sorry, what? <laughs> Cliff Method Man Smith. Can I just please... I would like to assign him how high. Can I please watch <laughs> All I want to do is watch Future World. <laughs> you say I'm that. Like I'm so sad this looked like a fucking nightmare. So sad there's not a leak of that Gerard Butler submarine movie yet. Dude, I cannot wait. I'm itching for more Gerard Butler content. Future World currently holds 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. That sounds not good. Future World looks like it'd be really fun for about 15 minutes. What kind of name is Rumor Willis? God damn it, Bruce. That says Snoop Dogg (laughs) as Love Lord. That's a Parker's. Oh, is that streaming for free on Amazon Prime? Boy, howdy. Poggers. That's that's a thousand percent going to be in my future. Alright, we got anything else? Uh, what are we watching next week? Actually, you know what? Change out Den of Thieves for fucking The Night Comes for Us. I want him to watch that okay. real bad now. Uh, all right. I just remember how good that fucking movie is. The Night. <laughs> Den of Thieves is more of a movie for you, Alex. You will cherish that movie with all your heart. You know me too well. You will... He's just the fattest, sweatiest <laughs> fucking asshole that whole movie. Uh, wait, what else Are did you... I assign you, Parker? Uh, Let's see, I got the Kurt Russell Christmas thing, <laughs> Paul Blart, Beyond the Black Rainbow, A Wrinkle in Time, Freddy Got Fingered, Your Name, and Ghost Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to trade in one of those for a boy and his dog, but I think I, I can't touch Paul Blart, and I can't touch... Um, uh, whatever the first one is on there, because those are both courtesy yeah. of Alex. But uh, thanks well, again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, one of these days, I'll give you a boy and his dog. <laughs> you know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who has any ideas for next week? Uh, f- 
we could do actually i wouldn't mind like I, I think it'd be kind of funny you know as a joke if we did batman versus harley quinn would it be wild <laughs> yeah we're not doing that oh all, all right, right so which brosnan bond movie are we doing so we're either going that or on a very similar wavelength. I have a little file of like potential episodes, and at the top of the list is Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Actually, you, I could do that. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I know. could talk a whole lot about Gone in 60 Seconds <laughs> yeah. and Angelina Jolie's braids. <laughs> it's a real good movie. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. And... Uh... By the way, I just want to say it's a good thing you watched uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special where that Elder Wookiee comes Disagree. in December. Okay, we can stop recording. <laughs> His nut was so powerful that the Rebel Alliance vanquished the Empire. I can't believe he came so hard that George Bush died. <laughs> Fucking owned. I hate this show, you guys.
Oh, baby, baby. 